What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hernishan, joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scout and Devin Jackson. And we're joined by a very special guest today, kind of breaking down a couple of barriers we've never had this on before. First female podcast guest. Uh, and let's talk about the South. It's a uh, student at uh, the University of Alabama, um, Jade Saylor. Jade, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for coming on. Um, we figured... We figured with me being in Canada and Devin living out in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, uh, we needed someone with an accurate representation of uh, the South to talk about the SEC. Now, we're not going to do what we've done in, in the past with breaking down the entire conference uh, like we did with the ACC, Big 12, all of that. Uh, behind the curtain, guys, we're doing this on the same day we just recorded the ACC, so uh, Devin and I are a little bit tired. We're just breaking down probably like four teams. We're going to do Alabama, LSU, uh, Georgia, and Auburn today. The rest will be in next week's podcast. Uh, so this should be a quick one. But again, we have someone from the University of Alabama. We might as well start with the University of Alabama. Uh, they're loaded with talent again. Um, Jade, you know, you cover, uh, Alabama. What's, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the sense going around the program right now? Um, I think this is a really good year for us. We have a lot of good talent returning and a lot of new talent coming in. I think right now the biggest concern last year was obviously our defense and having Dylan Moses back is going to help tremendously. That alone, plus we're going to have way more experience on the defense this year. We had so many freshmen, I think, like six at one point starting. So that was our biggest fault last year. And now that we have that back, obviously – We've lost some major key weapons on offense, but we've got plenty to make up for it. So I think this is going to be a really good year for Alabama. They they really aren't struggling in any specific spot on the field. No, absolutely right. I'm taking a look at the offense now. Obviously, you lose Tua, which is going to be a big right. hole to fill. But Mac Jones played okay in, in, in the in the little bit that he had to step in. The offensive line still gets back um, Alex mm-hmm. Leatherwood. Deontay Brown's a really good offensive guard. Both of those guys probably going to be talked about. I mean, Alex Leatherwood talked about in the first round. Deontay Brown talked about in the top 100 for the draft. And you mentioned, you know, you lost two first-round wide receivers. There are people that think that there are two first-round receivers still left on this roster for this upcoming year. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, I don't quite see it with Devontae Smith. I see him as a bit more of like a a top 50 type player. But regardless, the talent, yeah, you know what, I... The I, I watched the game against Ole Miss, which is obviously the one that everyone wants to point to because he got right. like five or six touchdowns. Yeah. But Ole Miss couldn't tackle you, so. <laughs> oh yeah, well I don't know. I think he's been underrated. I mean he's been on a roster with obscene amount of talent at the position, so he's just kind of been under the radar. But <laughs> I mean I think he is just as talented as the other three. Yeah, I mean he's he's a fantastic route runner, but he's also just, he's he's kind of small too. Which, yeah, that, yeah. which that's going to go against him. Yeah. Um, you know, Devin, I don't know how much of the, the SEC you've watched or how much Alabama. I mean, uh, Jade's not going to like this. You are an LSU Tigers fan, so mm-hmm. it's going to pain you for a second to talk about uh, Alabama in a positive light. But from what you've seen for Alabama, what what's your take been uh, in terms of the offense? Uh, loaded as usual. Uh, I think that they're going to have, obviously – uh, you know, Waddle and Smith are going to be uh, two of the, the marquee guys that uh, will probably go first round, second round, I think. Uh, I, I'm a little bit higher on uh, Smith than you are. Uh, um, 
talented. Uh, Brown is talented. Uh, defensively, they always have guys that, that are uh, obviously going to be worth mentioning. Uh, Dylan Moses, I think, uh, defensively is someone that uh, will probably a top 10, top 15 pick um, that will, I mean, likely go high first round, uh, probably behind Micah Parsons. They, they always have a lot of good talent. Um, you know, it's pretty much a reload and revamp year for them every year, year in and year out. Uh, and we'll see what, what Mac Jones can do at a quarterback. But, I mean, got to bring up Najee Harris, of course, uh, top three running back in this class. Uh, complete monster. Uh, reminds me just how ferocious he runs. I mean, kind of get comps to Derrick Henry, uh, kind of guys like that. Uh, but he, he's he's extremely talented, uh, freak athlete. Um, their offense is full of, full of athletes. They're going to be in a conversation for, for national title once again. Yeah, absolutely. And then you look at at the defensive backs. They've got Patrick Sertain, who uh, has really been a, a, a key part of that defense since he stepped on campus as a freshman. Uh, the one that I'm looking forward to seeing the most of is Christian Barmore, who in limited reps last year balled out. So I want to see how he plays uh, taking over for, for um, Raekwon Davis, who went in, I believe, the second round of the Dolphins this year. Um, yeah, like, I mean, Jade, it's going to be another good year to be an Alabama fan. So Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he said, though, about Najee, I totally just forgot to mention him. I think he stepped up a lot towards the middle end of the season after Tua went down. Um, just upping his game, taking, you know, what he had to pull his load um, to make up for not having Tua. And so even though Mac will be more experienced and be more ready this year, we always, like, we have a great, backfield to depend on there so I don't think we have anything to worry about and then of course you know if you want to talk about Brass Young if Mac doesn't pan out then that's a you know huge talent coming in too it's just going to be interesting to see how he plays at the next level yeah I think you can probably say with a fair amount of certainty Alabama is one of the heavy favorites now I was initially going to go on to Auburn as the next one but I I think we should probably talk about the defending national champions um (laughs) Now, obviously losing Joe Burrow, there's going to be a lot, and uh, the the play columns uh, from last year with uh, Joe Brady Joe not Blake. being there anymore. Uh, there's a lot of turnover uh, in Baton Rouge. Quarterbacks new, running backs new, most of that offensive line completely new. I believe there's one returning starter uh, on the O-line. But then again, there's also Terrace Marshall coming back. There's still Jamar Chase. Um, like, there's still talent on that offense. And then on defense... Uh, they're bringing in uh, the kid from North Dakota State, Jabril Cox, the linebacker. Um, they still have just a monstrous uh, defensive tackle in Tyler Shelvin, who's 6'3", 360, I think I saw. Um, and then Derek Stingley, who's not even draft eligible and is still possibly one of the best defenders at EO in the country. You want me to go first? Uh, I, either one of you. Uh, the floor is either of yours. You can take it since it's your team. Yeah, uh, they're extremely talented once again. Uh, I mean, kind of reload and revamp, uh, new QB, um, new running back. There's going to be a lot, a lot of positions that are going to be replaced, but talent's still there. Uh, they bring in talent no matter who's coaching. Uh, the, the name and the brand kind of speaks for itself, but uh, it should be interesting. Uh, Chase is, is wide receiver one in my book. Uh, top receiver in the country last year and will be again this year, in my opinion, um, in terms of, of draftability, of course. Uh, defense is stack-loaded. 
Uh, like you said, you got Jabril Cox coming in. Um, it, you, you got uh, Chilvin defensively. Uh, there, there's so many good guys on, on their defense. Of course, Stingley leads the way and uh, won't be in 2022. But uh, another team that, that's just reloading quarterback questions um, and, and just whether or not they come together as a team and, and, and you know, can build on the success they had last year. Yeah, I'm yeah, actually really okay. excited to see how they do come together as a team because they lost a lot of talent and a lot of, like, really key players last year. But it'll also speak to Coach Orgeron and see how he does, like, putting this team together. So, But like you said, there's still a lot of talent left on the roster. Yeah, I mean, we, we've mentioned this in with past conferences in teams like, you know, Clemson and, and Alabama and, you know, some of these national powerhouses that even these backups that are unproven, these are five-star talents coming mm-hmm. out of high school. So it's just kind of next man up. It's just there's a lot of next man up at LSU. Mm-hmm. I still think that they're going to be a scary team. Uh, Miles Brennan being a bit of the wild card because we've barely seen any of this kid. Uh, and then at running, you know, at running back, it's not as important as it's been at LSU in years past where they were just going from 1,000 yard back to the next now that it's a bit more of an aired out offense. Also, I if I remember correctly, um, the new the, the guy taking over for, for Joe Brady is Scott Linehan. So I'm interested to see whether it's still going to be that same style of offense mm-hmm. or whether it's just going to go back to just pounding the ball uh, over and over again, which is going to, if that's the case, that's going to impact Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Um, I think the next team that we should talk about, uh, this is going to be fun for Jade. Because she just gets to rip on Auburn for a few minutes because they lost a lot of talent uh, last year, uh, including both starting offensive uh, tackles. So uh, there's, according to our lads right now, they've got two uh, redshirt sophomore offensive tackles, and Alabama loves to just beat up on inexperienced tackles. So that should be fun. Uh, good luck, Bo Nix, who should not have been the freshman of the year last year. I think we can all agree. I mean, we have two SEC fans and a California fan, and all three of us are saying that that shouldn't have happened. Uh, <laughs> they lost Derek Brown. They lost a lot of talent, and I'm not sure if there's if there's an, enough to to replace it. So Auburn might take a step back this year. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, uh, even looking at the, at the players that they do have, Anthony Schwartz, uh, like they just they kind of for whatever reason decided not to get the ball into his hands a lot, and yeah. he was he's like a dynamic kind of yards after catch gadget play guy, and they're just like nope, don't worry about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Seth Williams is kind of like a big bodied receiver, and Bo Nix is an accurate enough quarterback to get it to him. Right. It's just a weird team. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how they come together. But also, I'm excited to see how it goes with Chad Morris calling plays for the offense now instead of. Oh yeah. Malzahn. I forgot that Chad Morris went to uh, went to Auburn. Yeah, I, he fell off my radar completely after his embarrassing stint as head coach of Arkansas. Yeah, I, uh, I felt like I ripped on him way too much last year, but he kind of deserved it. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Uh, Devin, what are your what are your kind of thoughts when taking a look at this Auburn team? Uh, Seth Williams. <laughs> I mean, that, that's it. That's uh, all he's got. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that he's probably going to be the highest, uh, drafted player. Uh, I don't really see, I, I really haven't dived in, into them too much, but he's kind of the player that jumps off, jumps off the screen for me, at least, uh, in terms of draftable. Schwartz, gadget guy, like you said, speedster. 
all about speed, get it in his hands. He, he can make plays open field, but not necessarily putting it together. And, I mean, Auburn's offense really isn't complex in terms of route combinations and having that ability. They're built on the run, uh, mm-hmm. setting up play action. Uh, so, I mean, Bo Nix, when he had to throw the ball consistently, he didn't do too well. So, I mean, he was a freshman, but at the same time, he has a lot of work to do. So that's kind of uh, my analysis of him. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Auburn's going to take a step back. They're they're usually kind of in that like top fifteen to top twenty five range. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a year where they just kind of fell out of it. Gus Malzahn is always on the hot seat, regardless of how well Auburn does, anyways, because um, that fan base is is just rabid. Um, now, I mean that when you look at the other side of the conference, there's I mean. Not a whole lot. The SEC, uh, it's the SEC East that's the weaker side, right? right. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, the SEC West is always kind of stuck. The SEC East, it's usually Florida or Georgia. I really don't see that changing this year, so we might as well get those two out of the way. Uh, let's talk about Georgia and their two uh, transfers that are going to be battling it out at quarterback. Yeah. Both are somehow draft eligible this year in uh, grad transfer Jamie Newman coming from uh, from Wake Forest who. I mean, Devin, you and I have watched quite a bit of Jamie Newman, and neither of us came away impressed. Uh, and JT Daniels, who had a really good freshman year at uh, at USC, got hurt, lost the job to Keaton Slovis, and then transferred. Um, again, a lot of talent lost, but I'm not sure if they can uh, um, if they can keep it up. I think they'll be okay on the defensive side of the ball. They did lose talent, but they're still bringing back a lot of talent. I think yeah, that's what I'm more worried about for us on week three with um kind of like new quarterback ish and inexperience, and then playing against their more experienced defense. Yeah, I mean they've they've got some 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 guys on defense. They've got Eric Stokes, who's talked about a lot at, at corner, uh, meets a lot mm-hmm. of. Uh, those uh, length thresholds for for the pros, Richard LeCount, the safety, yeah. uh, kind of, uh, you know, little surprise he went back. And then the, on offense, as you said, they've got, uh, you know, Newman or, or Daniels, whoever's taking uh, snaps under center. You've got the former California uh, wide receiver, Demetrius uh, Johnson. Oh, sorry, Robertson, not Johnson. Uh, and then running back is Amir White, who's kind of the next man up with DeAndre Swift moving up to the next level. They're, they're, they're going to be good. I just kind of wonder how good, um, whether they're... Yeah, I'm not sure if they're a true threat. Right. Um, and, I mean, granted, the SEC East, like we said, kind of the, the weaker part of the, of the conference for, well, a number of years now. Now, mm-hmm. get you, like we said, we didn't want to take up too much time because, like we said, Devin and I just recorded the previous one. Uh, we're going to wrap up with Florida because, uh, again, that's kind of, we, we only really wanted to, to have you talk about, like, the, the true, quote-unquote, threats to Alabama. Uh, is Florida the best team other than like the basically the best team out of the SEC East that could scare Bama? I, I would say Georgia over Florida. I'm not really high on Florida being our biggest threat from the East yet. You know, I kind of want to see more from them this year. I am a fan of their quarterback. I actually think he could be potentially more talented than Bo Nix, um, which might be a hot take or a bad take, but that's my opinion. But I'm just not, like, really keen on them being our biggest threat over Georgia yet. I just feel like I need to see a couple games from them this season as a team. Yeah, uh, like, Cal Trask is is an interesting one. I don't think he had started since he was in high school and then just kind of 
uh, just kind of through sheer determination and everyone else that was a quarterback at uh, Florida sucking, whether it was Emory Jones or Felipe Franks, mm-hmm. um, he got his chance and, and they, they started playing pretty well. Uh, they lost some, some receiving weapons for him, but they still have a, like a dynamic player uh, playmaker in Kadarius Tony. Uh, they lost a lot in terms of like running the ball with Lamichael Pirine not being a, the offense is not that great for Florida, but the defense right. is pretty good. Yeah, they got uh, Slayton who like makes Slayton another one of these massive defensive tackles. It's like six six. I want to say he's like three seventy five, which is just disgustingly huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a good linebacker in uh, Ventrell uh, Miller. And then I think outside of um, uh, Patrick Sertain, they might have the best corner uh, that's draft eligible in Marco Wilson, uh, brother of Quincy. I think he's better than his older brother was. Um, you know, struggled with consistency, uh, yeah. struggled with injury as well. So we're going to have to see how he, he kind of bounces back. Can he, can he put it together on a uh, consistent level? Like, the, the secondary with Florida is always going to be good, uh, right. you know, uh, Henderson goes out, and Wilson's the next man up. And then at safety, they've got, like, three guys in Sean Davis, Brad uh, Stewart, and Donovan Steiner. So I think that Florida has a chance to be, like, a like a sleeper team to, to kind of win the SEC, but I'm, I'm not willing to really put a lot of money on that. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I definitely am not going to rule them out. But mm-hmm. at this point, without seeing anything this year, I'm not ready to, like, put them that high up. Yeah, Devin, you got any uh, any thoughts on Florida? Yeah, uh, I mean, Trask, uh, I think, is an intriguing prospect. I think that, you know, a lot of people have split on kind of what he is. I mean, he's had, he had his moments last year. Uh, he was playing on the bat. He, he was, you know, he's really, you, you got to give it up to him for sure. Uh, but a solid year would do a lot for his draft stock. Uh, defensively, they're always going to be stacked. Uh, DBs galore. I mean, you know, they're them, it's them, LSU, Ohio State, DBU. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that it really comes down to what they're going to do offensively. I mean, Georgia Get the ball to Cal Sorry, to Cal Pitts every play. But. Yeah, that's going to be the, the, the key kind of weapon for them. Uh, you know, Pitts being able to, to make, uh, make the finish miss an open field and, and just being that, that threat, uh, to be, you know, he is tied into my book, so. I think that he'll, he'll be a threat for sure for, for Florida's offense. Yeah. Um, if one last thing uh, before we, we we wrap up, Jade, uh, just yeah. like you know, outside of you know, Bama, who I'm, I'm assuming you're you're putting at the top of the conference. Uh, you know, I want to like biased, but there's a lot of good talent coming back for teams like Clemson and Ohio State that are always in contention. Oh, I just mean in, in the SEC. Oh, I thought you meant the national. No, championship. no, no. I meant I meant SEC. Yes, in the SEC, I'm going to put us at the top. All right. So of the teams we've mentioned, so we went through five teams. So Bama, and then how would the rest of the the conference stack out in your mind? You know, I I want to say LSU because that's just you know the norm. But with them losing so much talent, I I'm anxious to see how they gel together this year. Georgia, of course, is going to be always a threat in my mind at the top of the SEC. And then I'm also low-key excited to see what Texas A&M has to bring to the table this year from the West. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is just waiting to see. We haven't really got to see anything because no spring practice, like no 
nothing until basically right now. So I'm kind of out of the loop with what's going on this season, like what we're expecting out of each team. But as far as like last year and what I know is coming back, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be another year where like the SEC is kind of top heavy uh, with with like the big programs, and then obviously when Devin and I dig into the rest of the conference next week, uh, we're gonna have a lot to uh, to dig in there because there is there's no surprise a lot of talent in the SEC, but we just figured we might as well get someone who's uh, you know really in that area where most of the talent is to just kind of come on talk about it kind of kind of help us out so thank you so much for coming on jade uh yeah. that's gonna do it for today guys as always you can find me on twitter mike h underscore draft find devin on twitter at real d underscore jackson jade uh they can find you at uh where can they find you on twitter at jade sailor Just all right me. yep yeah nice and simple uh, you can find the show on on twitter at big shots pod blue chip scouting for you know for blue chip uh scouting where we work um you can find that uh us on youtube uh, under the same name as well. And uh, Jade, you have your own podcast that the people should check out. So before we let you go, we should let you uh, let you do your plug. Yeah, okay. You can find it um, on Twitter at Bama Network. And our podcast is called Starting Lineup. And it is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But we do a YouTube show called Bama Network when we're in school. The podcast has kind of been in place of that since we've been sent home for coronavirus. <laughs> always good. Always great when a pandemic completely uproots all, everything. You play, eh? <laughs> all right, guys. So that's going to do us for us today. Come back next week when we talk about the rest of the conference. So until next week, take it easy.